Welcome, folks, to The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr. Every week, diving deep into the truth of Catholic social teaching and restoring all things in Christ. The Uncommon Good is on the air. I'm Bo Bonner. And I'm Dr. Bud Marr. And we are coming to you from Fall Fundraiser Week. Fundraiser, 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 (laughs) fundraiser. Just here at the top of the show, before we even talk about who we are, I want you all to remember... Easy to donate to the fall fundraiser here at Iowa Catholic Radio, 515-223-1150. You can call that. People are waiting to talk to you. You can text 515-223-1150. You can always go to the website, iowacatholicradio.com, and donate there. Uh, I think it, it, for, through the week, you go there, and immediately it pops up. You can hit donate, and it goes to the fall uh, fundraiser form, and then uh, you can donate on Iowa Catholic Radio's app. But it is fall fundraiser week. We're so happy for you uh, to be here. If you love things like The Uncommon Good, which is what we are, uh, you know, you're listening to now, uh, please make sure to donate 515-223-1150 for the Iowa Catholic Radio Fall Fundraiser. I'm Bo Bonner, Senior uh, Advisor for Mission Initiatives and Director of the uh, Center for Human Flourishing at Mercy College of Health Sciences. Bud is out there, too, and you do. Bo, I'm the Associate Provost at Mercy College of Health Sciences, and with the start of the show... I wish you would have delegated the sound effects to me <laughs> because I don't have a lot of talents, but I think when we f- first started the show, I, I did this and I got some feedback that I'm pretty good at the fundraiser. Your donations are double. 515. 515. You're pretty good too. Yeah. Well, thank you, bud. If you guys want to affirm affirming co-hosts like Bud and I, 515-223-1150 to donate to the fall fundraiser. We want to thank our, of course, longtime uh, supporters of the show, uh, Mercy College of Health Sciences, mchs.edu. Like I said, Bud and I both work there. Uh, come be a part of the healing ministry of Jesus Christ. See all that we're up to, mchs.edu. All sorts of exciting programs, sonography, radiologic technology, physical therapist assistant. When you list those out, it makes the place seem really cool, and it is. I like that. Which is why we work there. It's like, BSN, and, and, now, now, now. I think Jimmy is going to get really tired of our echo effect uh, that is not really an effect. It's just, Guys, I know you think that we're, we just got done speaking in like a really large auditorium, but this is just Bud and I. We're that good at the effects. Well, and it's funny because once I brag about something on air, I bet I'm going to get some emails that say, you're not very good at that. Do not do that again. But I guess I'm following sort of like the Dwight Schrute model of, um, you know, he lists like some of his like karate skills and things like that. And so my resume says, you know, I have these degrees and I can administer sort of, but mainly sound effects. All right, let's do it again. The fall fundraiser. Fall, fall fundraiser. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio to make a tax-deductible gift to Iowa Catholic Radio's 2022 fundraiser. Please complete uh, one of the secure forms or call in at 515-223-1150. Text 515-223-1150. Go to the website. Go to Iowa Catholic Radio app. So, Bud, uh, today we're... Uh, you know, we're not going to just the whole time uh, keep repeating the number, but we'll pr- maybe talk about it more than we usually do. Um, but we're going to talk still about our uh, sacrificial leadership, what we've been doing all this year in 2022. Um, last week, we talked about prayer and sacrificial leadership. And so we want to keep up uh, the idea about the three sort of, um, I- I'm going to mess up. We always say that for people to do them very, for Lent, but they really are sort of like the stuff of, cra- of Christian um, service. So prayer, prayer. 
almsgiving and fasting, the three things, right, commended by our Lord for us to do. And so it makes uh, a ton of sense to talk today about almsgiving and what that has to do with sacrificial leadership. So we hope on one hand, this helps you understand how leaders have a special role when it comes to almsgiving, uh, but also that you guys will all take the lead among the people you know. Donate 515-223-1150 to Iowa Catholic Radio's fall fundraiser, uh, but also uh, take the lead in getting that word out that this is a perfect week, a perfect time for people to make sure to show how much they care about Iowa Catholic Radio and donate. So almsgiving and sacrificial leadership, but the fall fundraiser as well. Bud, one more time with the sound effects. Fall, fall fundraiser. 515-223-1150. 515-223-1150. You can call. You can text. You can go to iowacatholicradio.com. You can use the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you one more time for uh, your donations that make this ministry possible, but particularly shows like The Uncommon Good here local that Bud and I have now been able to do. What is it now, about six years? Oh, man. Five to six. Sounds right. But it's your uh, donations that make that possible, and we can't be more thankful and grateful. The fall fundraiser, 515-223-1150. Text, call, iowacatholicradio.com, Iowa Catholic Radio app. We'll be back right after this. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Catholic Charities, where exceptional service is a hallmark in caring for those with essential needs, including food pantry, professional counseling, emergency family shelter, and refugee services. CatholicCharitiesDM.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Will's Family Orchard, located at 33130 Panther Creek Road, just outside of Adel. Apple and Pumpkin Fest weekends run September 17th through October 23rd, with fun farm activities for all ages. Learn more at willsfamilyorchard.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences, where you can chart your course for more. Mercy College provides unparalleled clinical rotations, hands-on learning, accelerated education, and flexible schedules. Since 1899, Mercy College has been transforming students into healthcare professionals. Guided by Catholic values, our faculty put classroom theory into practice. Students are prepared for roles in service and leadership throughout their own careers. Learn more at mchs.edu. Mercy College of Health Sciences. mchs.edu. Back with the Uncommon Good, Bo Bonner and Dr. Budmar joining you this Wednesday during Fall Fundraiser Week, 515-223-1150 to donate. You can call 515-223-1150, people waiting on the other line. You can text 515-223-1150. You can go to iowacatholicradio.com, hit the donate button. You can do the same on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. The Fall Fundraiser 2022, thank you for all that you have given. Uh, We're very grateful that your donations make possible things like the Uncommon Good and all the other shows that you're used to hearing on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Fall Fundraiser, 515-223-1150 to donate. Call, text, iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. But for today, a thematic show that uh, works with the Fall Fundraiser, Um, we've been talking about sacrificial leadership for all of 2022, we've talked about the theory behind it. We've brought up saints that we thought really exemplify what we're getting at uh, for sacrificial leadership. Last week, we talked about prayer and sacrificial leadership, trying to get into the practicalities of how thinking of leadership in the terms of the most common um, Christian practices would look. So we talked about prayer. Next week, we'll talk about um, fasting. But we're going to talk about almsgiving today because it lines up, like we said, with the fall fundraiser and how we hope you guys take the lead, uh, getting the word out about the fall fundraiser, but also donating yourself. 515-223-1150. So, Bud, when we say leaders, particularly Catholic leaders, that want to show the sacrificial leadership of Jesus Christ should give alms, 
What do we mean by that besides, oh, you need to make sure that you write more checks to charity uh, than the average Joe? Yeah, this show actually worked out really well, Bo. And the listeners are just going to have to believe us on this one. But sometimes we have these like very fortuitous, I would say providential kind of um, outcomes with planning the show. So last week we did prayer and sacrificial leadership. We weren't really thinking ahead, but it really flows in wonderfully to today and talking about almsgiving. For myself, Bo, like um, my perspective on this has been heavily influenced by, I have to give a shout out, uh, Gary Anderson, who teaches at Notre Dame. By the way, just real quick, yeah. to show you how providential this all is, I saw him uh, oh. last uh, <laughs> last week or two weeks ago. Um, yeah, he's just an, an average guy, and I was trying not to totally dork out. I was like, yeah. I love your book a lot, and he's just, oh, thank you. He went to Duke, too. I did not know that. Yeah, so it's no wonder that, you know, we're all a big, any rate, we won't. But, yeah, so Gary Anderson. Well, Shout out to Gary Anderson. If you're a football fan, not Gary Anderson, the kicker, who was also great. But you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Gary Anderson, the biblical scholar, and um, he totally revolutionized the way that I see these things. He's written a book called Sin, A History, and he talks about, um, like, one of the key texts that he mentions in the book is from the Gospels, Matthew chapter 6. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and thieves break in and still, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consume and where thieves do not break in and still for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And Anderson talks at length about how as modern Christians, we kind of spiritualize these things. Like we say, Oh, that's like a nice sentiment, like treasures in heaven. But he thinks Jesus, and I, you know, like looking at the social context, I think this is really right. He was really pressing his listeners on, like, be wise with your money. It's a better return of investment to offer it as a sacrifice to God. Because truly in this earth, we can kind of, like, store up our treasures. We have no control over the circumstances of life and when we might lose those things. So Christ is literally saying to his listeners, like, you know that 401k that you're banking on? Like, if you store it up as treasures in heaven it's going to have a better return of investment than anything that you can do with it on earth. Yeah, that book is fascinating about how sin itself um, transforms from being seen as impurity in many ways. Uh, that in sometimes what, in some ways, modern um, Christianity has sort of recouped. He talks about how you you start off with that in the Old Testament, but what it eventually very becomes, and very much by uh, Jesus' time, is that sin is a debt. But what does yeah. that mean, and how much that? makes grace uh, all that more abundant. Things like redemption, right, is an economic term. You redeem things that um, are owned by other or people. And so that's why giving alms is redemptive. So, uh, mm. yeah, I, I was all fumbling. So shout out to, uh, to him. So shout out to Gary Anderson. <laughs> uh, Sin and History might be one of the books I uh, throw out the most. He wrote a follow-up by that way, but named Charity, mm. uh, same sort of thing. Um, so as you see, all of our ideas really are just plagiarized from our heroes. So thank you, heroes. Um, in this regard, sp- uh, specifically, Bud, I think this is really important to talk about the way that sacrificial leadership will make almsgiving look different. We've talked about this in past shows about how um, Christian charity and almsgiving uh, gets flattened into philanthropy, which yeah. is not to say the philanthropy is bad, but philanthropy is, you know, it's, just, it's a sort of other purchase you make like oh some people like cars some people like you know uh thimbles i don't know now i'm sounding like a grandma uh but some people can like other humans and things they do (laughs) so you give philanthropy social standings things like this this idea that even paul will talk about the wages of sin is death like what what is the payout for sinning versus what is 
the exponential good that almsgiving is, it starts to make sense of a sacrificial economy. Because there's a way in which everything in Christianity is sort of poisoned by a sort of Protestant Kantianism. And I'm not, I'm not trying to dog Kant completely, nor Protestants, but there's a way in which this philosophically develops in ethics, bud, where people act like you can't be doing something good if you enjoy it or get anything out of yeah. it. And so even ancient uh, non-Christian philosophies like Aristotle's and talking about virtue uh, will run afoul of some ideas of morality because the idea is like you should do the good because it makes you happy. It's it's what you were made to do. And it's very important for Christians to realize that, that even when we're talking in what can seem like dualistic sort of like, you know, light versus dark terms, the idea is never to, you know, you have to hate what you're doing or it's no benefit to you at all. It really is to say the return on charity, the return on sacrificial love is hard to calculate, not because it's not real or invisible or left for so few, because, but it's because the returns are so staggeringly huge. Yeah. It's hard for us to comprehend how good of a deal, as it were, we benefit from sacrificially loving others. Well, and it involves a great deal of trust in God because we have to have faith that he's going to multiply our gifts beyond what we can presently see. And I think that's why this conversation belongs so well in a larger conversation around sacrificial leadership, because our gifts truly are sacrificial and this kind of like utilitarianism or efficiency that you're talking about. That's what kind of ruins us. And and so you get some of the early Christian writers, like a great writer, like St. John Chrysostom, who says he makes this analogy where he says like the, the alms that we give in the hands of the poor are analogous to the bread that's offered on the altar of sacrifice. So the hands of the poor are like an altar. Sorry right? to like, sorry to Jump bring in, up Gary Anderson. <laughs> I think that's Ephraim the Syrian. Yeah, one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't check my sources before the show. Ephraim the, the Syrian. Um, and and so like it really it really is truly a sacrifice. And I've been challenged by this because we are sort of like driven by this efficient mindset. So like um, there was a stage in my spiritual life where even going to mass, I kind of felt this like sort of pull like when I go. I should bring like some spiritual reading because otherwise it's just, you know, 75 minutes of like sitting there or whatever. But like our attendance at mass, that's a sacrifice of our time. Our almsgiving is a sacrifice of our treasures. And when we, when we offer that up, like there's, there's nothing more important that we can be doing. In fact, if we're not doing those things, like we're bound to shrivel up and die. And I think as leaders, we're very much, Tim, if you've been a leader of anything, you don't even have to be, a leader high up the chain. If you've been asked to lead anything or anyone, very quickly you will be tempted to see the entire world um, in terms of scarce resources. Mm -hmm. uh, everything. Not only how many pencils do we have, but how much time, do, how much energy do I have? How much spiritual energy do I have? The thing about sacrificial leadership and almsgiving is almsgiving, like you said, bud, is a trust in the source of where we get resources from and it's obviously the case that if you will continue to go back to the world's well the world will not have everything you need even countries with the most plentiful resources will eventually drain them but that's the thing about spiritual life uh on one hand right the intellectual life before we even get to sort of prayer and things like this what's so wonderful about knowledge is knowledge is not depleted by sharing it 
right? So that that is a, a literal thing to say. Knowledge is a resource that does not deplete when it is used in common. How much more so, bud, when we seek from God grace to lead people by his unquenchable resources. And that takes a lot of faith because it's so easy to get caught up in I only have X, Y, and Z amount of resource A, B, and C. Do we have the faith to truly believe in this infinite well uh, that uh, God can draw from to give us gifts? Well, and that's what's so beautiful at the Eucharist sometimes is seeing that actually embodied. Where so often in the world we give the most important seat at the table to those who are powerful or wealthy. Whereas, I mean, the the gift of the Eucharist is really infinite, right? Because it's Christ himself, and so it can't really be used up, as it were. I think we need this mindset. Sorry, I'm getting a little far-filled, but even with things like youth ministry, because mm. I, I worry that, like, in the church sometimes we we sort of, like, um, we calculate our importance in the terms of, like, how many programs are we running? Right. Like, one of the most important things that we can do for our young people is just say, like, no, we're going to spend this 45 minutes in prayer. No, I think that that's uh, that. No, that by analogy to everything, if you can be a leader like that, to think about not multiplying programs or products or whatever, but the time it takes to do something well for the sake of someone else to attend to the other, that is a pearl of great price. And one available to people who are willing, like you said, to have the faith and the trust to ask God from his infinite resources to give. This is the Uncommon Good. It is Fall Fundraiser Week, 515-223-1150. Call, text, go to iowacatholicradio.com, go to the Iowa Catholic Radio app to donate. This is the Uncommon Good, and we'll be back right after this. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Deary of Ames, home of warranty forever, offering new, used, and commercial vehicles, as well as service and Mopar parts. Deary of Ames is located just off of Highway 30 at the Dayton Avenue exit and online at DearyAmes.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear, in business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Common Good, Bo Bonner, Dr. Bud Mar, joining you this Wednesday. It is Fall Fundraiser Week. 515-223-1150 is the number to call or text. You can go to iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app in order to donate. We want to say thank you for all of your gracious gifts. It really allows us to have this ministry uh, to perpetuate, to be all throughout Iowa or anybody who's listening online, um, but particularly uh, for the show The Uncommon Good. From the depths of our heart, thank you for giving. 515-223-1150. Call, text, go online to donate. This is the fall uh, fundraiser, Iowa Catholic Radio. So let's go ahead and get uh, on with the, the ending of the show here, bud, that like we pointed out, we're still talking about sacrificial leadership, but almsgiving and sacrificial leadership, which, of course, providentially lines up with what we're talking about here with fall fundraiser. 
Um, you know, but we were we were going around thinking of, of course, scripture passages that make sense to talk about. The, you know, the Lord loves a joyful giver. Maybe that one. Maybe we're not um, joyful enough in our giving to really get on that one. But I do think the idea of like give without expecting anything into return. Um, the limited uh, uh, experience you and I have being leaders uh, in our young careers, you start to realize that if you're getting into the leadership business at all for the praise, you, my friend, have chosen badly when it comes to a career. <laughs> yeah, and Jesus, again, is so brass tacks about these things. He says, you know, like there are some among you who, when they give, they actually bring folks to like blow trumpets before they put it in the coffer. He said, you know, like with that sort of thing, um, when you give sort of like so others will notice, you're, you, you get your reward in this life. <laughs> and in modern day leadership, that reward is usually like a plaque on the wall. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, wow, this is amazing. But like you said, I think sacrificial leaders, like they get into things for the right reason. And part of this is a sort of detachment to the outcomes. You and I were talking about a week ago about the parable of the sower. And what's funny is like so often we turn that parable into sort of like a challenge, like what sort of soil am I to be when really, I mean, at, at least in one of the ways that the gospels narrates that Jesus is basically warning his disciples, like, look, I'm calling you to spread this word far and wide, but it's and a lot of the time it's going to fall in places where it really doesn't bear fruit. And that's sort of like, again, I mean, this is a theme on the show, but it calls us back to the question of faithfulness and not pragmatic results. That doesn't mean being lazy or negligent, it means like trusting God that he's going to take care of the outcomes. I even think about it in terms of, you know, what should leaders do when it comes to their office? I, I actually think there's two different legit ways that you can do this. And I I mean the office, like the office of whatever you are, but I'll, I'll get to like a literal office, right? On one hand, you can imagine someone who goes, look, the dignity of an office, uh, a pope, a president, a CEO, um, for the sake of what, what the organization, the community is, should have a certain dignity, um, and so you can you can sort of outfit the office, the role, with a dignity, but it has to be clear that you're sort of in the role, but it's not yours. On the other hand, you can go the complete opposite way, and it can be a very very powerful witness, right? If like the CEO of the company has like a a, a, a cubicle farm desk, like anyone else, or maybe no office at all. What I think usually happens with leadership that we're mostly used to is it's uh, sort of the, the lukewarmness problem, another theme in this show, where it's you want it to be uh, tastefully regal. And I actually think you need to go one of two ways. It needs to be opulent because the idea is this office outlives anyone who's in it. Or it's like, I really am like have a, a, a doghouse by the other dogs because I don't need you know that sort of praise. By sort of trying to be in the middle on this one, I think we run afoul of both. And this has to do with almsgiving, right? Because I think even if you're like a CEO or you're getting the Pope or whatever, I think you either need to like be shown to give a lot or like never mention what you give. But we really want to like make it something in the middle um, because we don't want to be sacrificial. And I, I, on that, um, I, I think that's a way to wrap up what we're trying to talk about when we talk about sacrificial leadership and almsgiving. This is the Uncommon Good. May Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, reign in our hearts, our family, city, state, nation, galaxy, the whole kit and caboodle. This is the Uncommon Good. And we'll be back next week. But to end up here, uh, you know, I, I think people yeah. can go on uh, uh, the, the website and know about like when to pray and stuff like this. I think it's just here at the end. We really want to convince people 
515-223-1150 to give to the fall fundraiser. You can give uh, through a text, through speaking, online, or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. But we really hope people take this opportunity uh, to, to give. And we just want to say uh, we're so grateful for the ability for things like the Uncommon Good to exist because of your uh hospitality and donations yeah we've always said it but we're really serious about it we couldn't do this without you so when you hear us on air you see us out in the community whatever know that like you've helped to make this possible i hope in december i know we've got like the annual dinner that we can celebrate a successful fall fundraiser and just thank god for the many gifts that he's bestowed us with um in another year Five one five two two three. Sorry, five one five two two three eleven fifty. Five one five two two three eleven fifty. If you call, people will answer to get your donation. You can text. You'll get texted back to do so. If you go to iowacatholicradio.com, immediately you can hit the donate button and the fall fundraiser form. That's a lot of F's. Uh, <laughs> will immediately pop up. You can do so also on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. 515-223-1150. 515-223-1150 to call and participate in the fall fundraiser for the Iowa Catholic Radio uh, Fall Fundraiser Week. For Bud Marr, this is Bo Bonner, The Uncommon Good. We'll be back next week. The Uncommon Good with Bo Bonner and Dr. Bud Marr is heard every week on wonderful Catholic stations like this one and anytime on podcast. Just search for The Uncommon Good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and The Uncommon Good provided by Mercy College of Health Sciences. Learn more at mchs.edu.